You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron here in the Call of Anchor Group One Realty Studio in beautiful West Monroe. It is supposed to be a lovely day, I believe. What a change of pace. Hanging out, that voice you hear right there from the Washita Citizen, Jake Martin. Of course, uh, John Tabor running the show back at the Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. Good morning, gentlemen. What's up? There's yeah. a lot going on. For this being a uh, Tuesday morning, this is a pretty stacked show today. Stacked show, and you and I haven't stopped arguing all morning. I just feel well, like... Well, and you're an idiot. It's not... <laughs> Tabor. Man, this guy over here, I don't want to start my morning talking LSU basketball and how they're on the bubble and, and just pure gibberish like that. And that's how I start my morning at 636. I made, I, I the, brought the point. Are they on the bubble? Listen, right. I brought the point up to Aaron. I said, listen to me, Debra. I said, all right, so. Where's the Lord the the, Looking at the rest of the schedule, their RPI is 75. We got this because of the Will Wade clip. Somebody asked him about the postseason, so we started discussing. Jake was down in Baton Rouge yesterday and asked him, hey, how about the NCAA <laughs> tournament? And we'll play the clip later on. Will Wade basically just laughed him out of the room. Yeah, and it wasn't me, uh, by the way. Anyway, I look at their RPI is 75. They have seven top 50 wins now. And I looked at the rest of their schedule, and three of three of the four games are against teams that are inferior to them. So I was like, you know what? It's very feasible they could win out, and then win one or two games. You win two games this tournament, and you win out. You're 21 and 12. I think you would force the committee to look at you because you have seven top 50 wins. That's the only point I was making. And then Aaron, ah, oh, I don't want to hear it. That's exactly how, 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 that's how, exactly, how did that sound? I don't need to repeat it. That's exactly how you sounded. Anyway, we got all kind of news. Listen, I would take uh, ULM, Louisiana Tech, and Gramway to have a shot to beat LSU. Yeah, because LSU's been inconsistent, and that's the problem. You know, I was just – I'm not saying they're going to make the dance because they're probably going to lose one or two of those games just because how inconsistent they are. I was just saying the table's set for them to – you know, make serious consideration for it. Leave it to Jake to bury the lead. Uh, while we're sleeping, uh, there's huge news in the SEC. Yes. And I, so we find out. I get to the studio, by the way, and Aaron just looks at me and goes, have you heard about Andy Cannizzaro? Uh, uh, no. What happened? So there are reports out that he is gone. Uh, and it's multiple reports at this point. So uh, Clarion Ledger has the story that, First broke by uh, 247 Sports, and WCBI confirmed it. Andy Cannizzaro is expected to be out as Mississippi State's baseball coach after just three games into his second season, according to multiple reports. The school hasn't confirmed the dismissal, but is expected to happen on Tuesday morning. 39-year-old uh, Cannizzaro, of course, former LSU uh, hitting coach, was introduced November 5th of 2016, the same day John Cohen officially took over as that school's athletic director. He led the Bulldogs to a Super Regional last season before joining Mississippi State. He was LSU's hitting coach, as I said, and recruiting director for two years. He leaves with a 40-30 and 30 record at Mississippi State. Of course, they got off to a rough start this year by getting swept by Southern Miss. Uh, Southern Miss. Uh, as of earlier tonight, this story was published uh, you know, late last night. Uh, players had not been notified of the move, sources said. Pitching coach uh, Gary Henderson is expected to take over for the rest of the season. Uh, you would think that that would be the logical season uh, choice to get them through the year. He was uh, Kentucky's head coach for eight years. Okay. Mississippi State visits uh, Jackson State on Wednesday. So, the article states that it is because of it is with cause, and you know that the. School officials haven't released why yet. So, we'll open up the text line, 888-993-7762, Stuart Shelby, Shelby uh, State Farm text line. Let us know. We'll let you speculate, and we'll read those. <laughs> uh, the best tweet, and, of course, Ole Miss fans are having a heyday with this. I'm sure they are. Uh, the best tweet I saw this morning, the, the freeways are at half staff this morning. I love Mississippi it. Mississippi State, just I love considering Tanazaro and how jacked up he is. Yeah. 
Maybe he spent all offseason just lifting weights and forgot about baseball. Who knows? You were like, well, they did get swept by Southern Miss. No, no way they pulled a panic no, button just after you one see, two. You tell half truths. You tell half truths. I said, you know, maybe he wasn't showing up for things, and then yeah. they got swept, and they had enough of it. But I think it's going to be something else. Mm. Without saying it, I don't want to speculate. Mm. But you know, but we'll, you want the listeners. Well, to well, well, yeah, we want we want uh, the listeners to let us know what happened. Our buddy uh, Brad Hudson from the Columbia Dispatch will join us at seven forty-five to get his perspective on what direction now the Mississippi State baseball program goes. This will be the talk of the country and especially uh, college baseball for yeah. the majority of the day now. Absolute bombshell. You're talking about one of the up-and-coming coaches in college baseball out at Mississippi State. Yep, absolutely shocking. You want to stay with college baseball? We do have a uh, big night on the diamond across northeast Louisiana. you got got uh, Grambling versus Wiley in a doubleheader. That thing's set to start at 1 o'clock. Uh, then ULM versus Northwestern State at 6. And Louisiana Tech versus McNeese at 6 also today. So uh, home openers for Grambling and the Diamond Dogs while ULM plays their fourth game of the year at Warhawk Field. LSU back in action against New Orleans tomorrow. Tomorrow night, yeah. I did see the stats uh, for LSU's starting pitching staff over the weekend. They went a grand total of 10.2 innings, mm -hmm. gave up 18 hits, mm -hmm. 17 runs, 10 walks. They did strike out four. <laughs> Any guess what that means for the ERA through the opening weekend what for is the, the LSU starting pitching staff? What is it? 13.50. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, absolutely terrible. Uh, let's stay with uh, baseball. And there was a big, couple big high school games yesterday. The really season big. is officially underway. Uh, OCS scoring off against West Monroe. And how about the Eagles at Olds Field with OCS winning 6-2? to two. Yeah, OCS pulled it out 6-2. to two. Seth Treyweek was a dynamite on the mound. He definitely picked up where he left off last year. And uh, they had several players. Actually, uh, Britton Mulhern and uh, Bailey Bertram, they each had three hits e apiece in that win against uh, West Monroe Rebels. Uh, their head coach, John Parker, will join us at 7.30. Big win for OCS over 5A powerhouse West Monroe. Uh, Neville. Coming off that state championship performance, they get off to a great start this year against Bird over at Louisiana Tech. Cole Clary with a walk-off single. Uh, they are victorious in their first game of the year. And yeah. Sterlington also squared off against Washita, another big win for the Panthers. Yeah, Sterlington defeated Washita 9-4. to They actually had an in a sixth inning where they scored eight runs. They were down, came back. Jarrett McDonald had three hits in that win for Sterlington. Uh, one softball score, and it was a big one, uh, two powerhouses. Washita versus North Dakota, the reigning 4A state champs. The Lady Lions are loaded this year. They take care of business 7-1. They will square off against Neville later today. Turning to uh, college basketball, several news and notes, and it was nice to see Travis Munnings. We had uh, Coach Richard on last week, and he talked about the week that Sam McDaniel had being honored several different places as the player of the week last week for their two big wins against Georgia. Now this week, Travis Munnings comes back and uh, basically has the same type of performance that he had the week before, this time at home. And now Travis Munnings is the Sunbelt Conference Player of the Week. Back-to-back -back Players of the Week for ULM. 21 points, uh, 6 rebounds, Travis Munnings averaged this past week. Awesome. Yeah. And I did see uh, Middle Tennessee now ranked in the, I think, AP or Coaches Poll at 24. They had the big win against uh, Louisiana Tech on Saturday. They're finally getting some respect. Yeah, and it's good to see because, you know, you talk to people who, who actually see this team play week in and week out, and they say this team is deserved of being ranked, and I'm, I'm happy to see them break that top 25. Staying with uh, college basketball, Quint wants to weigh in with your bubble thing, Jake. Uh, why is LSU being on a, the bubble a surprise? Felon State has eight losses and is ranked 25. Surely with only 11 losses, LSU is on the top 68. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I've already explained it. Top seven wins against top 50 teams. The only problem is it's not the top 68. When you take in all the uh, guaranteed bids with the conference champions, it's you don't always get the top 68. Yes, and yeah, you have automatic bids. Uh, big day of uh, high school hoops last night with the uh, girls 
in the second round. I believe we started the night with 20 teams still alive in the postseason. Yeah, and we had some crazy games last night. Uh, Washita, the number four seed. Maybe we should have saw the handwriting on the wall when you have a, a traditional power like Southwood coming in. You probably shouldn't read a lot into their 13th seed, and that game certainly lived up to the hype. No, and they played earlier this year, and it was a four-point game. Four-point win for Washita. So last night, Southwood led most of the game. Like They, they were very aggressive. Uh, they were... Tr- trapping down low they were um, really negating that size advantage that Wastaw has against pretty much everybody you know Wastaw can rotate in big player after big player uh, but Southwood did a great job of, of taking that out of the game and then late in the game they, they go on Wastaw goes on a 9-2 run to get back into the game and Lafayette Green was outstanding they were down 39-38 with about less than two minutes to go and LaFadra Green, who is a post player, was outside, you know, toward the top of the key, I would say, was with her back against the basket, fadeaway jumper, just, I mean, like a fadeaway like Kobe, and drained it to put them up 40 to 39. Southwood did have a chance to win. They, This girl cut through the lane, was up for an uncontested layup, and just missed it. And Washtaw got the rebound, held on. Won the game 40 to 39. Absolute nail biter at Washtenaw Paris last night. I used all my fingers and toes at the beginning of uh, last night with the 20 area teams still in the hunt for titles. I believe we are now down to 12 on the girls' side. Uh, Ruston falls on the road to Captain Shreve 66 59 in 4A. And Neville takes care of business at home versus the 14th seed Leesville 64 to 44. In 3A, Wasman has no problem. That was a number eight versus number nine. Yeah. Tatija Dean continues to get it done. They win 59 to 32. Uh, Madison loses to Madison Prep 66 to 42. Carol Girls, I was out at this ball game. Andrew Brown is fun to watch. She had 26 points in Carol's win, 52 to 47 over St. James. In 2A, you look at uh, Winfield. They were a number nine seed. They lose on the road. Uh, Mangum falls to Oakdale as a number 13 seed. Faraday was a number 3 seed. They also lose. Ravel, a number 7 seed. They beat Mansfield 53-44. to They will now get a shot at the number 2 seed, Lake Arthur, in the next round. You go to Class 1A. Adelhi is the number 1 seed. They cruise against the 16 seed. No problems for them. Lincoln Prep, a number 8 seed, takes care of business versus Logansport. Uh, block knocks off Tensaw. Delta Charter loses to Arcadia. Arcadia 45 to 25. Big win for them. Uh, Jonesboro Hodge, led by Christy Brothers, the former coach out at Richwood. They're moving on with a 67 44 victory as I skip down to Class B. And if I miss someone, I sure you can let us know at 888 993 7762. is the number 15 seed. They fall to Fairview 63 to 48. In Class C, uh, we got uh, Calvin losing 66 to 39, and Atlanta over Epps 69 to 40. And in Division Four, Cedar Creek takes care of Sacred Heart 58 to 31. God, it's a lot of scores. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, Claiborne Christian, of course, they have a bye all the way to the semifinals of class of Division Five. Right. Only uh, seven teams in that division to win a state championship. Yes. <laughs> good stuff. You did you did a pretty good job with oh, that. Oh, pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, on the boys' side, did, I think I counted uh, 40 teams. <laughs> oh, boy. We'll have to get to that in the next segment. 40 teams uh, enter the postseason as the brackets were released yesterday. Yeah. Well, plenty to cover over the next couple uh, of weeks. Clint's right up my alley. We'll get to this after a while. To discuss the freestyle skier from Hungary and the Olympics that that can't ski. Oh, is that yeah. your Olympic minute? Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Okay. We'll see how colorful the writing was to describe <laughs> that performance. I'm sure it was. Uh, one last thing before we get to our starting lineup. I wanted to talk about this Baker Mayfield thing just because he keeps trying to separate himself from Johnny Menzel. It's all about playing the PR, uh, the right PR moves before the draft. I just want to read this quote. I thought it was kind of funny. We're two completely different people. I've always been a team-oriented guy, not saying that Johnny wasn't, but I've quickly earned the respect of my teammates because of how I worked. 
I wasn't given the natural talent that Johnny had because he he's a talent, and there's a reason he got taken in the first round. Amazing player. We're just not the same mentally, just wired differently. That's well said. Yeah, well uh, we said. want to talk about another quarterback also, uh, Kirk Cousins, oh, and how he continues God. to play the system. That's coming up a little later. It's all part of the starting lineup. Brought to you by Louisiana Painting. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's go crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. All right, we got uh, OCS head baseball coach John Parker coming up at 7.30. Big things once again expected out of the Eagles as they drop down in classification. But the expectations remain the same. They're coming off a huge win against West Monroe. We'll talk a little high school baseball coming up at the bottom of the hour. At 7.45, Brett Hudson from the Columbia Dispatch to kind of weigh in and give us perspective on what is taking place with Mississippi State baseball. What is going on? Annie Canizaro is out as head coach. Hopefully he can fill in some of the gaps for us. 8 o'clock, Gus Cattengill joins us for his weekly visit at 8.30. Our Louisiana Tech Report with the Duncan Dogs head basketball coach, Eric Conklin. Also, we've got a poll live, and it's actually on my personal Twitter because I messed up this morning. I apologize. But top just ten. short change in our uh, Twitter That's account. right. I just want it for myself. Uh, top 10 Thursday topics. We've got four of them. Greatest dunks in the dunk contest. Best college basketball traditions. All right, the dunk one. How hard is that going to be for us? Just to, we're going to have to describe the best dunks? You can play audio. You can have some audio of the reactions. Yeah, we'll describe the dunk. But I think most people Bud know. Bud Webb's number one. Michael people, Jordan's number two. Most people know the dunk. Like, mo- most people. I don't know, man. Vince Carter's going to be up there. We could have a good discussion about that. Uh, best radio calls, which is always something you look forward to. And then best baseball rain delay ideas. Give me a weird look right now. Thank you. You know, you, you've seen plenty, like the bowling. Mm-hmm. You've seen the uh, – and then you have announcers actually calling it, so that could be fun. You have the WWE. They, they get in a circle and they have, like, that the wrestling match. There's been some good ones. I think that could be fun. That'd be a three and a half minute segment. No. Okay. You have you, you have audio for each of these. All right. Trust me, can make it work. Okay. So what were the, those are three options or four options? I gave you four. Oh. Greatest dunks in the dunk contest. Best college basketball traditions like rock chalk, Jayhawk. There are a lot of great traditions like the Silent Night. They don't do, say anything until the tenth point, or and then they just erupt. Kinnick Stadium, of course, in Iowa, that new tradition they have there is number one. Waving to the kids. Basketball. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what is happening? I only hear about 50% of what, what you say. It's like I'm talking to a wall. <laughs> I was like, wait, do they do that for basketball, too? Do they look out of a window that or something? That would be nice. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> All right, 888-993-7762. We're back. After 20 second time. <laughs> The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. You want new window tinting for your car, and you're getting tax money back from Uncle Sam. Bring that combo to Magic Glass and Tint in West Monroe and let us tint you up. Not only does professional tinting from Magic Glass keep your car cool, but it protects the interior from harmful, damaging UV rays, all at very affordable prices. Expert window tinting and accessories for your car or truck. Magic does it all. 
Magic Glass and Tent, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, let's go a little uh, buffet or hodgepodge of stuff. Uh, for crying out loud, what is up with Kirk Cousins? Does this guy know how to work the system or what? Dude, he's living the American dream. More than that. He's getting uh, paid, son. Uh, the last two years, how much has he made? I think, what, 40? Yeah, he's earned almost over $44 million over the last two when he was twice placed under the franchise tag by the Redskins. Of course, now he's uh, out there peddling his wares, and there's a lot of people who are willing to fork over a lot of money towards him, including the Jets. There is a report that they are willing to give him $150 million over the course of five years. Yeah. And here's the asterisk on it. They're almost willing to make that $150 million guaranteed That's it. if you're believing these reports. That is nuts. That means he would make three-fourths of what he's made his entire career in just one season. And he's done quite well in the last two years I mean, with the to, 44. Okay. But, but you put it into perspective what Garoppolo just received for his seven career starts, the money that he's making when he gets a five-year, $137.5 million deal, and you look at Cousins and what he's done in the league, I think 57 career starts, you can almost justify it, I guess. So that would be $13.8 million increase over Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. That is insane. That's $22.5 more million for that deal, if the, if these reports are true. So, wow, go get that money, Kurt. And you're wondering about the Jets. They have the fourth most salary cap space available at $73 million. Of the three teams above them, the Browns have $110 million. Colts at 73 and the 49ers have 74 under the cap that they can spend. So, are the Jets willing to do it? And you don't see it very often. That much guaranteed money has never happened before in the NFL for Kirk Cousins. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, two thoughts come from this. The, the first being Drew Brees. <laughs> I always go back to Drew. Like, what is he going to want? Because these, these prices keep raising, right? And then I actually forgot my other thought. But <laughs> – <laughs> I got sidetracked. Well, you'd be like Breeze just sitting over there thinking of the money. You lose, yeah, you lose your thought process. Right, exactly. It's easy <laughs> to get distracted when these these types of figures are being thrown your way. Yeah. Uh, uh, pro football's uh, Mike Florio is the one that suggested that it could be 150 million guaranteed. Mm. What well, says maybe K and O E will put the franchise tag on air? <laughs> Uh, yeah. He also says, I'm not on Twitter, but I vote for college basketball traditions. Mm. Noted. Uh, what is your Twitter account? You, how can people vote since he put it just on uh, Well, you can still go to Morning Drive 977. Hit that follow if you would. Because I retweeted it on the, on the Morning Drive as well. So you can see the actual poll on that Twitter page. So one other NFL-related note. Uh, did you see Sunday Ticket came out with their new price for next year? Yeah, dude. Isn't that crazy? I kind of thought it would go down just because, <laughs> right? $395, and they throw in the 95 cents. My goodness. Like, the problem with the ticket, I think it's it's fabulous. But well, yeah, you watch it, the Saints, and what, you know. You get the Saints every week. Three-fourths of the time, they're going to be on, you know, noon I don't or 3 o'clock. So you, you already got that time slot. You're already booked. True, yeah. Then you're going to, you know, Sunday night football is on NBC. Mm-hmm. So, really, you're talking about one window where mm-hmm. you can really watch mm-hmm. as many games as you want. Mm-hmm. So, is it worth it? No. $395.95. No. How much was it last year? I don't know. I just know it was too much for you. You told me, you said, <laughs> I canceled that so quick. No, I, uh, for me too, like, you spend all of Saturday watching college football as well. So, when Sunday comes, then you got to get something done yeah. over the weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, three hundred ninety-five bucks seems like a lot, especially with uh, especially with the ratings decrease. All right, uh, do you want some of this boys' brackets or just the the highlights of them? Uh, give me the highlights. Five uh, A, you got Washita Parish as the number two seed. Uh, the thing that everybody was looking forward to, perhaps a potential matchup against uh, West Monroe in the second round, 
where you're going to get that opportunity if the Lions can take care of business versus Fontainebleau and, of course, the Rebels if they can go on the road and take care of Hornville. Yeah, give me that second-round matchup. That would be at West Monroe since West Monroe will be traveling in the first round. Traditionally, 4A is not a strong class for us in uh, high school hoops. You look, uh, Neville once again, they are a number 20 seed, a dangerous 20 seed. They go on the road to take on uh, Warren Easton. Bastrop cruise through District 2-4A. They come in as the number 15 seed. They'll be at home versus McNutt 35. Franklin Parish, they've gone through eight coaches, I believe, this year. It feels Stop. like the Patriots, the number 25 seed in West Washita. They squeak in as the number 32 seed. And, uh, no, who's the, Westgate is number one in top seed. In mm-hmm. 3A, how about this? Northeast Louisiana flexing their muscles. They have the four, five, six, seven seeds. Yeah, how awesome is that? Wasman, Carroll, Union, and Richwood. All in the same district. And then you throw in, of course, uh, Madison as an 18, Sterlington as a number 31 seed, Gene also in the postseason as a number 14 seed. That is your 3A bracket, and of course the 3A bracket is loaded with Madison Prep being the number one seed, but of course you have to look out for Sophie B. Wright as the number three seed, and Peabody also if you look at it for Wasman, if they try to make it to the state championship game for the third year in a row, more than likely they would have to get through Madison Prep there in the semifinals. So are you giving Sterlington a shot at upsetting Peabody in the first round? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, at least you're honest. Uh, in 2A, uh, Ravel is the number one seed. Is there anyone in this bracket that has a chance to beat Ravel? No. Move on. Uh, we do have uh, Beekman Charter. And I watched the first matchup between Rabel and Beekman Charter. They'll square off again. Uh, Rabel scored 42, <laughs> 40, yeah. 42 points in the first quarter yeah. against Beekman Charter. Vidalia is a number 17 seed. Mangum at 25. General Trask comes in at number 26. Faraday at 10. Delhi Charter at number 18. I think that is all our local squads. In 1A, we have uh, six or seven or eight squads uh, represented, the highest being... Lincoln Prep, they come in at number seven. Besides, of course, Delhi, they're pretty good at number two. And, of course, that team called Tensaw at number one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going all over the You map. are everywhere. <laughs> I can't keep up. Uh, Tensaw, you got to like their chances, of course. Uh, but Delhi Del beat Hi. them earlier yeah. in the year. Yeah. So. I think Delhi is the better team, to be honest with you. Ooh, wow. All right, Simsboro boys, they are loaded. They are the number one seed. They get a first-round bye. Equipment uh, is at number 17. Forest at 19, Weston at 7, Shooter at number 26. Class C, Atlanta number 12, Calvin 13, Kilburn at 11. Downsville comes in at number 22, so you have Kilburn squaring off against Downsville. Uh, did I miss anyone there? No, Terry did say play both teams. Doha clearly better. Ooh, wow. Division 4, here's uh, Terry's team. The number 12 seed, uh, St. Frederick Warriors. They will have a home game versus Ascension Christian. Cedar Creek comes in as the number 14 seed. Uh, if they can get by uh, University Academy of Central, they will square off against Hamilton Christian that gets a first-round bye. OCS is the number six seed. Good job, Aaron. Not really. but uh, I hope we got that passed across to everybody. If I miss the school, like Haynesville at number six in the 1A bracket. <laughs> there you go. Good job. Not really. Okay. All right, let's take a time out. Coming up next, let's talk a little uh, high school baseball. John Parker will join us. He will be fired up. His Eagles are coming off a huge win versus West Monroe. The morning drive is back after this. Growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318 255 5980 for more information or visit legacyrehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream, live to drive. 
The Morning Drive, sponsored by BOR, Bank of Ruston, now in Monroe, your investment property, business, and home loan specialist. Come see BOR at our new location, 2450 Tower Drive in Monroe, or call us at 812-BANK. BOR, we are your Monroe Banking Center. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the Morning Drive. Jake and Aaron hanging out on this lovely Tuesday morning in the Caldwell Banker Group on Roadie Studio in West Monroe. How about we talk a little uh, high school baseball? The season has arrived, got off to a big start yesterday, especially if you're an OCS uh, Eagle, knocking off West Monroe at Alls Field. Their head coach, John Parker, joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. How you doing this morning, Coach? Hey, doing well, Aaron. Uh, doing well. Thank you, man. Got a number of questions to ask, but I wanted to start with this. Uh, a huge honor for um, one of your mentors, uh, Michael Harper, uh, this off season. What was it like to see uh, a legend like that, and a guy that's done so much for this community, being recognized in the off season? It was awesome to see Coach Harper going to the uh, Louisiana Baseball Coaches Hall of Fame. Um, you know, obviously a very uh, well-deserved honor. Uh, he really, he probably should be should be in the uh, the Louisiana High School Athletic Association uh, Hall of Fame as well as the Sports Writers Hall of Fame. Uh, just uh, a guy that uh, doesn't want any recognition for anything that he's uh, he's accomplished. Uh, he's always the guy behind the scenes, and um, he just um, it's, it's just a, it was a well-deserved honor. A uh, guy that has won, you know, over 800 ball games in his career, and uh, so uh, you know, it was uh, it was re- really nice to see him get some uh, recognition for uh, the type of career he's had. Simple question, maybe a complex answer. What have you learned from him on the diamond? Oh my gosh, uh, I don't think you have a uh, your show is long enough for me to to talk about how much. Uh, you know, number one, what he mean, what he means to me as a mentor, um, and a, uh, um, but also just what I've learned from him. Um, he uh, um, he's got such a, uh, a servant's heart. Um, I mean, uh, what kids, you know, what they don't see, and what a lot of the parents don't see is uh, uh, how much he does for this school. Um, you know, he's kind of a jack of all trades, and uh, he's probably saved this school you know, millions of dollars in the things that he can he can fix. You know, we, we kind of have a joke around here that, uh, you know, we want to buy something and we want to, you know, do something. And he uh, his first response is, oh, Coach, well, I can build that or I can fix that. And, uh, um, but, I mean, that's just, that's what he, that's what he loves to do. He wants to serve. Um, he's, of course, he's on our field still. I mean, when he handed me the, the reins, uh, you know, now almost five years ago, um a little bit over five years ago now, um, you know, one thing he told me, he said, I'll give you the keys to everything but the tracker. Um, he wants to, he wants to still be on that field, uh, cutting that grass, uh, making sure that field is very well manicured. And, uh, um, he, uh, he still loves to get out of the office and, and, and get out there and, and do that. And to me, that's just a, a man that, that just wants to serve those boys. He wants to make sure everything looks good. And, uh, well, those boys don't have to worry about anything but getting out there and practicing the game of baseball. Um, but as far as you know, baseball. I mean, that sucker. I mean, he, he's he's you know forgotten more baseball than I'll ever know. Um, just the way he handles the game. Uh, he, he's such a great game manager, and has a great feel for the kids. Uh, and uh, that's just you know just a few things that uh, you know my my eight or nine years under him uh, before I took over as head coach, uh, I was able to see through him. Well, he was fired up yesterday, and a lot of uh, Eagle fans consider what OCS did going over to West Monroe and taking care of business against the Rebels 6-2. First of all, when you, when you book a matchup like this against West Monroe to start the season, a little scary? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's scary. Um, you know, when uh, Coach Semino called me back last spring and uh, said, hey, John, I got, uh, I got one date. 
uh, it's opening day. Uh, I'd love for you guys to come over and play us. And uh, man, I, I mean, what what any thought process going into it? I mean, for us to get a chance to play one of the top programs in the state, uh, you know, it, shoot, we, we want to put our boys in those situations as much as they can. Uh, and uh, you know, I know we're a one A school, but uh, you know, anybody who knows anything about OCS baseball, I mean, you know, dates back to the Coach Harper years. I mean, we're you know, we're going to play whoever we can play to make our kids better. And uh, win or lose, we knew playing a game against West Monroe um, would make us a better ball club. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, there was it was really, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really scary. It was, uh, you know, we, we, we were uh, looking forward to the opportunity to go over there and, uh, and show that, uh, you know, we have some really talented kids uh, on our team. And, you know, Seth Treyweek, he picked up where he left off last night. He had seven strikeouts in four innings. And Coach, I've always had really strong pitching staffs. As you head into this new season, what does this pitching staff look like this year? Who's going to be joining Trey Week, and, and who are you expecting a lot from this year? Well, yeah, Trey, uh, Seth, I mean, that, that guy, he, uh, yeah, he, he, of course, he started the state championship game for us last year. He was one of our better pitchers toward the end of the year. Um, and then um, he, uh, he kind of had an up-and-down summer. And uh, it didn't he, he'll tell you he, he wasn't real satisfied with this summer, um, and uh, so he kind of took the fall off and uh, trained and really gave his arm a rest, which I thought was a huge deal right there. And um, he uh, uh, he's throwing the ball better than I've ever seen him throw it right now. And uh, the uh, so he's going to be our you know our number one guy. He's going to be the guy that you know to lead this staff. Um, but we we you know last night we threw a couple other guys out there, two lefties, both of them juniors, uh, Ty Pankey and Cage Wallace. Uh, both of those guys, uh, you know, different style of pitching. Uh, Ty's going to be a, a kind of a crafty lefty. He's going to be a um, guy that's going to work the ball in and out of the zone, change speeds on you, kind of pitch backwards. Uh, and then uh, Cage Wallace, he's kind of a slinger. We call it, but he just gets up there and throws it. He's a uh, um, he's got great movement on his ball, got a good sharp slider. And, uh, you know, those two guys, I mean, excuse me, those three guys, we're going to look to carry us. But we also have some, um, some younger guys, um, a kid like Christian Gray. He's, uh, he's a sophomore. Uh, he's thrown really well in scrimmage as far as he's going to give us some innings. Uh, we have a, um, we actually have a senior, John Clark Smith, who was limited a little bit last year because of an arm injury early in the season. And, uh, he's thrown well in scrimmage as far as, um, you know, we have some other guys that's going to be position players that we're going to ask to give us some innings, like Crew Wilson and Bailey Bertram. Uh, Bryce Wallace, he's a senior. He's going to give us some innings this year. So, uh, um, you know, that was kind of a question mark this year. Was uh, we, we lost uh, about 130 innings pitched last year uh, off of uh, the 2017 squad. Uh, I knew we had guys who were capable. Um, it's just they weren't, you know, really uh, battle-tested yet. And uh, so uh, – I'm excited about this this group. Um, I think they uh, they're a group that's going to get in there and, and compete in the strike zone and uh, you know allow our guys to play defense behind them. John Parker, OCS's head baseball coach, joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. Coming off a big win against West Monroe yesterday in opening day, six to two. Offense uh, pushed across a couple early runs. You get a big performance by Wallace and others in that lineup. Uh, what's going to make this uh, lineup dangerous for majority of the year? Man, I think this is, we we really got the potential to be one of the better lineups, uh, top to bottom, that we've had in, uh, in uh, um, you know in the last few years. Which you know, which is saying a lot because we've had some pretty good ones. Um, but um, we've got we've got a lot of speed in our lineup. Um, we've got guys who uh, who understand the uh, their plate approach. Uh, they're getting better every day, and uh, and what we're asking them to do as far as you know, whether it be situational hitting or just to sit back and uh, you know try to be a wall banger. Uh, you know, we, we've got some guys that uh, that can do a little bit of it all. And uh, we're going to try to put some pressure on the defense. You know, we'll, our catalyst is, uh, you know, top of the order right there with Britton Mulhern. I mean, he's a, he's a junior, but, and this, this kid can flat out fly. Um, you know, he's a 6'4", 60 guy. Um, and, uh, you know, we want him to, uh, you know, he's going to drive gap to gap, but he's also going to put the ball on the ground for us and use his speed. And then uh, we've got, uh, of course, Bryce Wallace right behind him. And uh, uh, Bryce can do a little bit of everything. He's going to hit for average. He's going to hit for power. You know, he, uh, in, that, in that 13, 14-mile-an-hour wind blowing straight in from right last night, he hit one off the wall. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he's going he's gonna to do a little bit of everything. Uh, then we got the order guys, uh, Fulber and um, 
uh, Connor McCoy, uh, Skylar Wilhite, Clint Hargrave, who uh, they're going to be you know gap guys. I mean, they're going they're just going to drive the ball for us. And then we've got really good speed at the bottom of the order with uh, uh, with Wilson, Bertram, and Shepard right now. I mean, these guys can um, they can put pressure on the defense in a lot of ways, and that's what uh, that's kind of what we're going to be uh, what we're going to be about this year. Coach season is off to a great start. Obviously, a tough non-district schedule leading off with the West Monroe Trialtic uh, Classic. Does it start next week? It is. It's next week. It's March first uh, through the third, I believe, are the dates. Uh, and uh, you know, of course, I mean Tim O'Neill. I mean, he still does uh, you know just a tremendous job organizing all of that. Um, I, I, I wouldn't want that task to try to organize that many games and that many fields. Um, but uh, we, I think, we're up to sixty-nine teams this year. Uh, from uh, obviously all throughout the state of Louisiana, but we've got you know five or six coming from Arkansas now, and I think this year we've got two or three coming from Mississippi, and uh, so um, it's a you know it's a huge deal, it's a great deal for our community, um, you know, and um, obviously it has a huge economic impact um, on our community, and um, we uh, you know we look forward to it there every year. It's you know great baseball. Coach, with all the success that you guys have had on the field, one of the great things about your job, then you get to see these kids uh, transfer to the next level and take their talents and pursue their careers at the college level. What's it like now watching a slaughter at LSU or Reynolds down at uh, Texas or even a Harper at ULM with a game-winning hit last week? Oh, it's awesome. It's, uh, I mean, I love to be able to, to sit back and uh, catch some of those games. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, we're playing a lot of the same times they're playing. Uh, not get to see uh, you know a whole lot of them in person, but um, you know I, last week uh, you know try to send out a text to, uh, to all the guys that are uh, you know playing college ball right now, and I think I ended up sending eight or nine texts last week, mm. and, you know which is tremendous for you know school our size to be able to have that many guys on the college level right now, and uh, but uh, to see those guys have that success, uh, you know it's just a uh, you know it's. Uh, Satisfying, obviously, as a head coach, to, to know that we have guys that are uh, that have moved on and, and enjoying success on the next level. But uh, you know what I try to, and what OCS has always been about is we you know we try to preach to these kids that you know uh, you know the fact of the matter is is that most of these kids are the if they do get a chance to play on the next level, you know their baseball skills will be irrelevant uh, for the most part. Um, you know, at the age of 22, you may get a couple of guys that get it gets chance to go on and play a little pro ball but uh, you know what we want to make sure we, we try to teach these kids is that uh, you know number one it's most important to have your relationship with Christ you know number two you know we want to teach these kids how to you know be uh, good husbands good fathers um, you know how they can transfer into the working world um, you know once their baseball days are over with and um, you know I know these are good kids and they're going to be a, an asset to any program and, uh, and and to their community in which they get established after after baseball is over with. Coach Parker, congratulations on the big win versus West Monroe. We'll catch up here in a few weeks. Thank you. Appreciate it, Aaron. Uh, thank you for all y'all do for uh, for this community and for the, uh, you know, getting us out there. So appreciate everything y'all do. You bet. OCS head coach John Parker. Big win for them, Jake. Huge win. Uh, I mean, no doubt. And, and the fact that like, like he said, the biggest question mark heading into the season was the pitching staff, but you knew what you had in Seth Trey Week. He really came on strong last year and another strong outing last night, and he got a lot of production from that li- from that lineup against some really good West Monroe pitchers. What is going on at Mississippi State? <laughs> That's what everybody wants to know. Uh, maybe we'll get an answer or two coming up next from uh, Brett Hudson. If you haven't heard, Mississippi State's head baseball coach out. That story coming up after this. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. The way you purchase a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. 
wherever you choose, whenever you want, at RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. Athletes are always being put to the test. It's how they know they're strong and tough enough or if there's room to be better. Well, the same goes for car batteries. That's why AutoZone offers free battery testing. If your car is having trouble starting, just stop in and get your battery tested on the spot for free. Whether it's just a loose cable or time for a new battery, you won't have to buy a part you don't need. Stop in today and put your battery to the test. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Hey guys, your prostate should be the last thing on your mind, but the fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart, visit ProstateOnePerDay.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the morning drive. Aaron and Jake hanging out on this Tuesday morning. If you're just waking up or just getting out and about, there's some huge news from Mississippi State. To bring in that story and give us a little insight and perspective, our old buddy used to uh, co-host this show from the Columbia Dispatch, Brett Hudson. What up, bud? It's uh, it's a time around here in in Starkville. Uh, that's that's for sure. It's been an interesting twelve hours or so. All right, update us, and of course, uh, the big story: Andy Canizaro out as Mississippi State's baseball coach, the former LSU hitting coach, out after just uh, what uh, one season at Mississippi State. One season and three games. Yes, all three of those games in this season losses after being swept by Southern Miss uh, in a weekend series last weekend. Uh, yeah, that's that's the report. Um, I'm expecting Mississippi State to make an announcement of some sort, be it of the dismissal itself or of a press conference, sometime in the next hour to hour and a half um, to, to make all of this official or at least tell us what will eventually happen um there, there's so many rumors swirling right now as to why the the dismissal is what it is and, and frankly there's, there's so much unsubstantiated information right out there right now that it i don't want to put a leader in the clubhouse or, or anything because there's, there's a lot of damaging stuff out there right now just just know that uh, I, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that if Andy Canadero is fired today, what he's fired for has nothing to do with winning and losing baseball games. It has everything to do with, with things he did off of the field. All right, let's stick, of course, with the facts. And first of all, what you know, do you know if the players have been notified or if they are notified uh, late last night? And, of course, now the coaching staff it still remains there at Mississippi State. Yeah, now this is, this is one where I do have facts. I, I learned through – Multiple sources last night that uh, that the players held a players-only meeting late last night. Um, the the subject of that meeting wasn't necessarily to tell each other that Andy Canizero was being dismissed, but it was it was in between the rumors really picking up and the first report of of Andy Canizero's upcoming dismissal. My my one source told me the subject of that players-only meeting was basically to rally the team and keep them focused on on the task at hand because what's crazy is they leave town tomorrow and they don't come back until March 4th. They have a week and a half long road trip. Uh, so the players only meeting from what I've heard was to kind of rally the team and get the team in a in a good frame of mind to take on um, so many days away from home and, and so many games away from home. As well, I've also learned through sources that uh, official word has not come to the players, or at least it didn't 
as of like 1.30 a.m. Uh, last night while while I was still working on all this. It's, it's possible that they've been given official word uh, early this morning, but if that's the case, I, I haven't been been told that. Uh, so players are, are kind of in, in the dark. Actually, one source was – one source told me that players were basically going in the message board uh, throughout the night last night. They weren't they weren't all that different from from the rest of us in, in a lot of respects in, in that regard, which is unfortunate, but this is this is the reality of, of the situation in in these times. I mean a lot of the football players learned through through media and rumors that, that Dan Mullen was leaving back when that happened in November. Two four seven sports. I need to give credit. They were the first to have this story. Absolutely. When did you when did you start hearing the rumblings that something was going down there, at Mississippi State? Yeah, David H. Murray was was the one on two four seven. He he gets credit. Um, I, I started getting texts and and things of that of that nature around dinner time yesterday. Um, that something weird was going on in in the baseball program, but weird things have been going on in this baseball program for a few years now, so you didn't have any real context on on what that was. And then later on in the night, it, it started to become clear that something had to do with Andy Cannizzaro, and then later on, it started to become clear that whatever this is might end up costing him his job, and that does certainly seem to be the case, although MSU has, has yet to confirm that officially. Uh, but yeah, this that's what was wild about all this, was that it seems like everything started, or at least everything that everything that led to this ultimately becoming public um, started around dinner time last night. So all of this came to pass in about a four or five hour span, which which is very very strange. Uh, Brett Hudson from the Columbia Dispatch joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline, uh, talking about the Andy Canizzaro being out at Mississippi State when we visited last week. You know, leading into a big series against LSU. You talked about the fact that uh, this fan base seemed like they had really rallied behind this coaching staff, and it looked like this program was on the upswing. Yeah, they, they absolutely had. I mean, Andy Canizzaro was a very interesting character, in, not only in Mississippi State baseball history, but just in the history of, of college baseball. I think it's fair to say that Mississippi State's never had a baseball coach like him, who's a very progressive, forward-thinking, energetic recruiter, kind of guy and I mean I'm on campus right now and I'm looking at the, the duty noble field that's going to look like a triple a park when the renovation is done and in 2019 they're excited for this beautiful ballpark they're about to have uh, Andy Canizero was doing unbelievable things on the recruiting trail constantly ranked in in the top three in classes as far out as 2021 and 2022 um, he had good assistance he had Gary Henderson as a pitching coach who had experience as a head coach in the SEC at Kentucky, and he just added Jake Gotro to his staff, who was a heck of a player uh, as a teammate of Canizzaro's at Tulane um, and has since worked for, among other places, the uh, the Boris Corporation. So he's very tied in in, in many levels of, of baseball. Uh, there, there was just a lot of excitement uh, about this program, and now Obviously, all of that is, is thrown into flux because everything everything about this program is, is up in the air at, at this point in time. Once this does go official, you think uh, later today, which direction do they go? Who becomes the interim head coach, and what does Mississippi State do from here on out? Yeah, I mean, uh, as I mentioned earlier, with Gary Henderson's head coaching experience, it, it makes sense that, that he would be the interim head coach um, for – the rest of the year in the event that Andy Canizero does lose his job today. Um, and if, if Andy does lose his job today and Gary is the interim coach, it's a very interesting situation because, as, as many of you know, John Cohen is very new to this athletic director thing. He, he took the athletic director job in November of 2016. We don't know all that much about the man yet. We do know he does like to, to give people that he knows – good um good consideration i mean he's he's done that with hires in the past and he's he's known gary henderson for a long time um so in the event that andy canizero does lose his job today and gary henderson is the the interim coach it wouldn't surprise me one bit if if john cohen took a serious look at him as the permanent head coach but also he's proven the ability to go out of the box i think very few people were even mentioning the possibility of joe moorhead as Mississippi State's head football coach once Dan Mullen left, and, and now that's happened and it's been received incredibly well, really in all circles 
of, of college football. So it's 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 a fascinating case study in in John Cohen, the athletics director. If if all of this goes down the the way we expect it to in the next twenty four hours or so, but I, I will say this before before I go, you this something has to happen today, and probably something has to happen today before like one o'clock in the afternoon because. They leave for Jackson today. They're going to play at Jackson State on Wednesday night, and then they're gone uh, until March 4th, as I mentioned earlier. So the they're not going to sit around on on this. Something something will happen here in the next few hours. I'm I'm pretty sure of that. How many big stories can come out of Mississippi in the last three months? We're not even mentioning Andy Kennedy in that situation. Then the news what uh, yesterday, the day before, that he wouldn't even finish out the year. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's been it's been hectic, man, and and, and Moorhead and Hugh Freeze before that, and yeah. um, just just a very hectic time for for college athletics in the state of Mississippi. I saw a tweet from Hugh Kellenberger last night that like Southern Miss is all of a sudden the the picture of stability for college athletics in in the state. It's 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 insane what what's going on. Right now, I will say this though: it does look like Mississippi State men's basketball is just fine. They got they got Ben Howland. They seem to be on the rise, so that's not going anywhere. But football and baseball have taken drastic turns from what I thought the programs were going to be just in the time that I took this job, which was January of 2017. It's barely been a year, and the two trademark programs of Mississippi State's athletic department have taken complete 180 degree turns. Final thing, Brett, and this has got to be for Kenazar and for this program. School officials need to make a statement extremely soon or they just continue to leave it out there and the rumors will continue to swirl. I couldn't agree more. Um, uh, John Cohen is a, is a no-nonsense guy. Uh, I, I think he's he's going to do that. Um, obviously, as you can imagine, you well know I'm, I'm hitting up school officials of, of all kinds at, at every moment and, and waiting for, for any kind of, of news. It's, it's like I told you, I, I really believe there's there's going to be official word of some sort, whether it's a denial, a statement acknowledging the fact, a, uh, an announcement of a press conference. I, I really think there's going to be something to that effect at some point in, in the next two hours or so, maybe even in, in the next hour. The, the strategy here is, is what's going to be fascinating because if the report from from david murray is true and that they're firing him with cause they're going to have to say what that cause is they they, they just have to um they, they don't have a way of of getting around that i don't think or at least not for long um so so how they go about this publicly in terms of of what they say in the next 24 hours is, is going to be just fascinating have fun today bud appreciate it and what's the best way for listeners out there to follow you? Because I know you have, used to have like five Twitter handles. <laughs> yeah, every, everything is on Twitter at Brett underscore Hudson. Uh, that's where that's where all the news is going to be coming for the next forty eight hours or so. Um, out, out of out of Stark One, I'm I'm already on campus, so it's uh, the the day has begun, and uh, y'all have a good one. Thanks, Brett. Appreciate the time, bud. Brad Hudson from uh, the Columbia Dispatch. In other words, um, stay on Twitter today because stuff is about to break. Yeah, and I'm glad he said that about <clears throat> that report. You know, if it is with cause, if he's getting fired with cause, they do have to say it. I mean, it, it's going to come out uh, sooner rather than later. So, what a wild, wild morning. Something scary happened to me this morning. Uh, getting up, getting ready, and I said, man, we haven't had Brett Hudson on the show lately about doing maybe perhaps an SEC report. And then I open up, and I'm kind of going through my timeline on Twitter, and I see this news from Mississippi State, and I'm like, oh, today would be probably a pretty good day to have him on. Yeah, that is crazy. It's weird. It is weird. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, it is just absolutely nuts that this happened. And, you know, there are all types of rumors. I've got buddies texting me yeah. saying they heard this and that from message boards. And, and Ole Miss fans are just loving oh, it. Oh, they are, they are in paradise today. <laughs> they are in paradise. Especially after the stuff with Hugh Freeze. I mean, that was not too long ago. Yeah. So, like, all right, it's your turn, Mississippi State. Let's, mm. let, you, let's let you eat it today. Mm. You can weigh in at 888-993-7762, the Stuart Shelby State Farm text line. Coming up next, 8 o'clock hour, big 8 o'clock hour plan. Gus Cattengill joins us. 
plus Eric Conkle at the bottom of the hour to talk a little uh, Duncan Dogs basketball. You'll hear from a testy Will Wade when the likes of uh, Jake Martin and his likes ask him the question whether or not they are on the bubble. They're thinking about the postseason. Will Wade's response coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> the morning drive back after this. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.